0: hey chad here co-host of the hillbilly and the hipster and i want to let you know that this episode has been brought to you today from the makers at saint galgano armory and i encourage you to visit their etsy store to order blacksmith merchandise And you can do that by going to etsy.com shop slash saint galgano armory and galgano spelled g-a-l-g-a-n-o And a portion of all proceeds are donated to St. Stephen's Cathedral in Owensboro, Kentucky. And I want to let you know that if you use the code HILLBILLY at checkout, you'll receive 10% off. And this is some great Veteran Forged Made in America stuff. I mean, I'm really looking to order myself a couple of these bottle openers and rebar and railroad spikes. So check them out. Again, it's etsy.com slash shop slash St. Galgano Armory. And if you use the code HILLBILLY at checkout, you'll sub yourself 10%. Welcome to the HILLBILLY and the Hipster. My name is Chad McCool. And as always, I am joined by my brother from another mother, Andy Crow. Andy! This is the first step of 2023. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. Um, can I tell you how disappointed I am in you right now? How? Like what I do. To, welcome to 2023, where now it's like festivus, I've got a grievance, and you people are gonna listen to me. <laughs> okay. I got so used to the NPR, Chad. <laughs>
0: oh, do you want me to go back to that?
1: And now, and now you're like this super happy go lucky dude. And it's like, what happened to
0: you? What NPR, NPR, Chad got replaced by the Morning Zoo, Chad. Hey, welcome back to the Hillbilly and Hipster. Oh,
1: NPR, NPR, Chad is so 2022. <laughs> this is the 2023 new me, new year.
0: That's right. We're, we're 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 I'm now Morning Zoo, Chad.
1: Morning Zoo, Chad. What's well, like a bad like pop radio station morning show? Right. right. Welcome to the Morning Zoo. <laughs>
0: It's your local radio station, wherever you live in the Midwest, who's trying to just, they basically ripped off Bob and Tom.
1: Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the morning zoo, And then you just hear all these, like, lion roars yeah. and monkeys <laughs> screaming in the background. So, uh, is that next week? <laughs> Do we have the capability to edit that stuff in?
0: Uh, I'll work on it. Probably. It depends on how lazy I am.
1: That's a good point. I, well, I can tell you, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it is our first ep of twenty twenty three. Um, how's the year been treating you? How, happy New Year!
1: Happy New Year, and uh, to our to our faithful few listeners, uh, welcome welcome back! Happy New Year!
0: Happy <laughs> New Year to all our listeners and the friends of the show that just keep growing and growing and growing ever more. I feel like I haven't talked
1: to you guys since, uh, since last year. So,
0: uh, um, but I'm bumped
1: the youth faster, man in me. It just doesn't go away. <laughs> um, man, I was about to say something inspiring and I forgot what it was. Yep. It, it left me I got it. What makes the world go round. No, <laughs> uh, no, it, it's been, it's been a good five days. Um, spent my mom's in town. Uh, and so I've spent some. We went to dinner tonight, actually, um, with her, and my my dad, and the boys, and doctor wife. Went to, we were ballers. We went to the Chinese buffet.
0: Oh, I you know I live next door to one, and and I've been tempted, and I will admit when it snowed. I literally had it delivered from the Chinese buffet that's literally like right next door to my apartment complex.
1: Bro, you had the Chinese buffet next door, and when I visited you, we didn't go. We
0: well, I think that there were still COVID restrictions where I lived when you visited me, so we couldn't.
1: Oh, okay. Now keep in mind, guys. When I it was two years ago. Like Yeah. We haven't seen this, I it two years. It's not like I was there. It's
0: not two years yet. It's almost two years.
1: Coming up on it. Coming up on two years. Which too too stinking long we got to we got to get together soon
0: oh i'm working on it
1: so we got to we got to figure that out um no but yeah so we went we went to the chinese buffet um and i tell you what like i i like chinese food it makes me giggle inside uh it makes me do a lot more inside but mostly giggle um, this is a family show andy <laughs> um but i tell you what the thing i get just stupid excited for and when i say stupid like I'll eat my two plates, and then when I go get dessert, I just, like, mound these. It's the little mini fried donuts. Oh, yes. Deep fried with, like, sugar on it.
0: Yeah, the staple of every Chinese buffet.
1: Yes, and when I tell you, like, that is why I go. That just makes – it probably doesn't make my heart smile. I'm probably going to have a coronary tonight, but – at the my my belly was smiling i just i take a bite and my my mom was like you're kind of creepy and i was like duh like it was just so oh so good so uh you know if you <laughs> eat food you know let us know like what do what do you eat what what what's your go to at a chinese buffet chad
0: oh it's been years i i, I couldn't tell you um yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna just impress all the Hoosiers from you know back when I lived in Indiana and I go for the crab rangoon.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: No, I go for a little bit of everything. Um it depends. I I I'll tell you this, I steer clear of the Chinese buffets I've been to that have you know quote unquote American food, like the ones I've like spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> and like hamburgers <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> Let's let's
1: go back to Terre Haute. Let's go back to our time in the hope. Did you ever go to the buffet that was there, like right off of 70s, that you didn't know if it was closed or condemned?
0: No, because I heard two. So, it, so literally, I think for from one of those, those cliche buffets, I haven't been to like a Chinese buffet for a really long time. Um. That one that you're talking about, I heard the disparity was too much. I heard, oh, my gosh, you'll you'll die if you'll eat there. Everybody in my family got food poisoning, or it is the greatest thing you'll ever eat. And I would have preferred a, a happy medium, and then maybe I would have gone.
1: So I went a few times, but once with my uh, buddy of mine that was a youth pastor there. And, like, we walked in, and he evidently went, like, twice a week. Like, these people knew him by name. They hugged him when he walked through the door but they had meatloaf and I was like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. No, that I'm not eating that. And then I, so now that we're I'm trying to is like my candy rant from last time. I got Wait,
0: But you're talking about food and I, I literally, I've been out to church all day and all I've eaten for dinner was uh, one of those self-serve bowls of Apple Jacks I found and a pack of M&Ms.
1: Dude, those little bowls of Apple Jacks are legit.
0: <laughs> but anyway, That's what I've had for dinner.
1: When we lived in Cedar Falls, Iowa, back back when I was in school and Dr. Wife was running a dorm. Um, shout out to the University of Northern Iowa. Much love. But we were at this Chinese buffet and I think it was Waterloo actually. And we were sitting there and we were really close to the kitchen. Right. And we saw them bring the that that red sweet and sour sauce that you mm-hmm. get. With some, so they bring that out. And I was like, oh, that looks good. Like immediately after that, you hear this scream from the kitchen, followed by this rash of words that I don't speak, so I don't know what they're saying. But then this guy comes out, like, holding his hand over his head, wrapped in paper towels that are soaking red with blood. Oh, goodness. He cut himself. And, like, we had just sat down and we eating our first plate. And me and Dr. Wife were like, here we go. And we just left. Like, we paid our bill and we're gone. It was
0: because that's now in the sweet and sour sauce.
1: Oh yeah, and I and I enjoyed the sweet and sour sauce. I couldn't chance it. Could not chance it. So how, now that now that I've talked and rabbit hold on food. Uh yeah, so good visit with mom. Uh tomorrow we're taking my, my youngest got tickets to this live action version of the greatest showman here in town so we're going tomorrow night. So I'm ready to yeah, we're it's a live action, great showman. Uh we're gonna go to that tomorrow night. Youngest got it for Christmas because he loves that movie. Uh so I'm I'm pretty excited. What about you? How's your week been this this first week of the year of our Lord 2023?
0: It's been long, even though it's been short. You know, I, I I had a whole week off last week between Christmas and New Year, and although as much as you could have off. Um you know being in ministry and and I, I went away for a few days it's funny because you talked about meatloaf while i was away and in the mountains in colorado i had meatloaf one night at this place and it was it was um elk venison and wild boar
1: yeah, in jealousy. this meatloaf
0: and that was legit for 14 dollars
1: see i need that in my life chad
0: yeah my heart um,
1: know, but my body is telling me yes
0: Somehow, if you ever make it to Granby, Colorado, you can get that wild game, wild game meatloaf.
1: Bucket list.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's 2023. So, you know, it's the new year, new you. New year, new right. Year. And so we uh we have a little new year, new you at the podcast. Andy is a little more breaking news. Um, yeah. In, breaking. in the hillbilly and hipster world.
1: Breaking news from the podcast, guys. Get excited.
0: So, dun 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 Take it away, Andy. Breaking news. Before I get into the breaking news, you know how much money we paid for that soundbite? Absolutely nothing. Beautiful. Absolutely nothing.
1: But speaking of breaking news, your boys are moving up in the world, and we are now sponsored. We have a our first sponsor. Um, and so tonight's podcast is brought to you today from the makers of St. Galgano's Armory. Visit their Etsy store to order blacksmith merchandise. A portion of all proceeds are donated to St. Stephen's Cathedral in Ornsboro, Kentucky. And you are friends of the show. Faithful listeners can also save uh, 10% on any purchase by entering the code hillbilly at checkout. So they're website is etsy.com slash shop slash saint galgano armory
0: and that's Um, uh that's saint s-a-i-n-t galgano's g-a-l-g-a-n-o in an armory a-r-m-o-r-y and this stuff is sweet i mean i have my eye definitely on the uh the forged railroad spike bottle opener um i've actually been looking for a bottle opener and and uh i think this is going to be the one
1: yeah so uh i actually i know the gentleman that, that owns this he's a he's a friend of mine friend of the show um and so i'm really we've been talking about this for a while he's trying to get this this up and going me me and chad are getting this up and going and we you know we talked a little partnership so we're gonna we're going for it solid dude can't can't beat him also um you know he he's a veteran. It's a veteran owned, veteran owned shop. So you know we like to support not only you know friends of the show but veterans and 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 that. And so we we thank him for his service and and uh, the other members of the the armed forces who might be listening. Thank you for your service. But uh, check it check it out again Saint Galgano Armory on Etsy. Uh, lots of lots of cool stuff. So we're we're excited and. And more stuff actually w- will be coming from what I hear. But uh, we, got a, we got a rebar bottle opener, some hooks, um, forged railroad spike bottle opener that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, it's
0: pretty sweet. The rebar one is pretty sweet too, though.
1: Some like hooks that could be coat, he- coat racks or whatever. Yeah, made know?
0: from railroad spikes.
1: I mean, he he forges all of this stuff himself. It's, it's pretty impressive. So we're excited to be partnered with him. Uh, so you know, go show his site some love and, and check him out.
0: Yeah, again, you can reach the Saint Galgano Armory at Etsy dot com slash shop slash Saint Galgano Armory. And listeners, you use the code Hillbilly at checkout, and you'll save yourself you'll save yourself some cash. This is good looking stuff, though. I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely going to get me some bottle openers. But Andy, I got to say, you know. We, we've talked about this doing this podcast for a few years um we've been doing it now for roughly four months I think that we started in August of 2022 and I move, yeah and it's a it's a huge blessing the the podcast has been a blessing to me in my life and I, I really feel blessed that you know we have somebody that that will support us and and you know hopefully Lord willing in turn we're supporting we're supporting them. Um, oh, in this endeavor so yeah check it out um it's great stuff and i'll uh we'll try to we'll definitely put some links up to it on our on our twitter on our twitter uh feed which uh you can reach us at twitter at hill hipster pod and some pictures of stuff it's uh some really really good looking stuff
1: No, right. yeah like i said i'm excited and again yeah this this podcast has been a dream of ours really since we began this friendship way back in whenever it was we've we've been together for a while now
0: it's a while while. we we forget on it we're 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 at the stage in our relationship where we forget anniversaries that's
1: right (laughs) I don't forget mine because mine is numerically in order with my wife but uh yeah it's been a blessing for me it's really you know we we talk all the time anyway so why not put our conversations (laughs) for everyone to hear right
0: why why not torment everybody else
1: (laughs) yeah what guys so do you so but one of the things really we we've talked about talking about for really since we started telling you know because we wanted to have some not constant chaos right some of our stuff's we go down rabbit holes and talking about candy and
0: and meatloaf meatloaf (laughs) chinese buffets we gotta stop talking about food i feel like a this is now two fat guys we got some real fat guy conversation going on here. We're talking about food. Railroad spikes. <laughs> you know how much <laughs> meatloaf I could spear on that railroad spike <laughs> and shove down my gullet? It's it's good stuff, man. But you know, we you know
1: we we had fun with the, the Christmas series, and so we thought, man, maybe we should should do a couple more series. And so we're gonna start off uh new <laughs> New Year's with with a series that we're we've been talking about um and it's the five five solas um and i think that's something kind of near and dear to both of us um especially with with how we we look at ministry how we look at um different aspects of life uh so for the next next five weeks we're gonna dive into each one uh and so 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 chadwick my friend what what are we what are we doing tonight
0: well, first, if you've not heard that phrase before, right? The the five solas, um, it is a Latin phrase. There are five Latin phrases that were really uh, brought to the forefront, during the Protestant Reformation, and they emphasized they emphasized the the differences between the reformers and and the Roman Catholic Church at that time. Um, and the word sola is, uh, I believe, it's a Latin word for only um and i'm looking to you to confirm that but yes sola is the latin word for only and it was re- it was used in relation to five key points right five key teachings that defined um what was the biblical pleas of the protestants against what was sort of a a corrupt time for the church and the five solas are sola scriptura
1: but yes, sola is the Latin my my Googler didn't google quick enough. Uh it to confirm, uh, it is the Latin word for only.
0: All right. So the first one is uh sola scriptura or scripture alone, there's sola fide or faith alone, sola Gracia or grace alone, solo christo Christ alone, and soli deo gloria to the glory of God alone. And tonight Andy um we are going to talk sola scriptura we're going to talk scripture alone and you know i'm just
1: saying you just kept talking
0: (laughs) and uh i think each of the solas right each of the solas are it's a it's a correction to the excesses of the roman catholic church at the time um not not necessarily today but at that time there were definitely excesses by the church at the start of the reformation back in the in the 16th century. And uh and they're positive biblical declarations, right? And they're still relevant today, right? The they're still relevant today because we are called to focus on scripture. Uh we're called to accept salvation by grace through faith to magnify Christ and to live for God's glory.
1: Yeah, I also feel like yeah it it called out some excesses and some falterings in the in the catholic church which There's, was the only game in town right yeah there was, there was no one else to call we're about.
0: we're not you know i just want to say we're not picking on the roman catholic church by any means at at that point in time at the time of the reformation right they were the only game in town
1: no and that's what that's what i was about to get at like i mean if we look at the five solas today we're we're calling out protestant churches too i mean if you look at some of some of what western church has evolved into I mean we should really be throwing this at them because I mean this is this is foundational stuff and I think western church um not to sound like some people we know but I think the western church has has really got away from what christianity is and I think foundationally it all starts with scripture right i mean Cause how do we get to know what grace is and what faith is and who Christ is and, and all of that without scripture?
0: Yeah. I mean, particularly here in the States, it's a lot of gimmicks, you know, and, and not the sidetrack, but, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, when you think about like church planning or, or rather, I should say like replanning or revitalization, there's so many, there's so many, uh, books and 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 programs you could pour some money into and get taught and there's no quick scheme because the only thing that saves a dying church is is the of scripture right so and and you know it no no gimmick uh no you know really professional five-piece rock band praise team fog machines you know
1: i'm here for it
0: Pastors in skinny jeans and hundred dollar haircuts and thousand dollar sneakers. I promise Um, you,
1: if you ever walk into a sanctuary that I'm preaching in and you see me in overly expensive tennis shoes and skinny jeans, I have been kidnapped and I am speaking against my will. Please call Dr. Wife and the police.
0: So can I tell you something? Like I I own a pair of Jordan ones that I've owned for a really long time. And I paid retail you know when i got them and and it was just and in fact i think i even got a break i bought them in houston texas but i'm so scared to preach in those sometimes because i think like half these people they don't know if they're bespoke or not. i mean i got people in my church who are wearing bespoke nikes i don't know where they're getting them from and i might be a little jealous but there's i get so nervous when i've preached in those things and i almost feel like i gotta make a shout out be like i paid retail for these i'll 10 never years ago.
1: We were in Kansas City 2018.
0: You and me. Yeah.
1: Was it either 18 or 19? I can't remember which. But Juan, is it Juan Kwok? Is that his name? Yeah. So my dude got up to preach, and he's in in jeans and some really nice sneakers. Uh, And that was at the time when the preacher sneakers was... Yeah,
0: it just was breaking.
1: They were canceling preachers left and right. And so at the beginning... He stopped and he's like, look, I paid $45 for these shoes and an outlet.
0: Yeah, I think a Kohl's or an outlet or something like that. Yeah.
1: Don't come at me for that. Just so. We, and I have laughed about that every time I've thought about it.
0: And then I remember that because there was a dude sitting in the front row across from us. And he he definitely had $1,000 Jordans on.
1: Oh, he absolutely did.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm afraid. But let's. So- I
1: would do that because I'm cheap. Like I will buy shoes and wear them until they are falling apart.
0: But yeah, me too. Or I take care of those Jordans that I've had for 10 years. <laughs>
1: like, I, I, I'm like a New Balance and Puma
0: kind of guy. But regardless, right, all the gimmicks, everything we could throw at it, right? All the guys have written books like how to get your your church to 200. Well, you know, the average church in this country is under a hundred. So, you know, and, and it's almost like 250. If you get your church to 250, you're the new mega church. Um, yeah. you know, it, it's not about the thousands anymore, the way the world is, but but the only thing that really works in telling the truth is, is scripture. Um, and I think like Really, like if you look at
1: the way, especially me, like when I would do counseling, um, you know, I had I had I did at, at my old church, like I would do marriage counseling, um, I had students that I would counsel, um, I had people in the community, um, at the different schools that I kind of volunteered at that I, you know, I would sit down and talk with, and all of that was biblical. I, I mean, I'm a couple semesters away, I had to drop out, but a couple semesters away from having a biblical counseling degree right Uh, but like all the counseling all the advice that i would give is all scripturally based right everything pointed back to scripture um and i think that's i mean that was the idea that was everything should point back to christ everything is that we do as christians should point back to christ and and how do we get to christ in the beginning how do we learn about Christ? How do we introduce ourselves to Christ? How do we introduce others to Christ? And it's the gospel, like we were talking earlier, uh, in pre-gaming, if you will, right? Like, you know, how do you introduce somebody to Christ? Read the Gospel of John.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna get introduced to Jesus, um, in John's Gospel for sure.
1: And there's, there's a lot you can get everything in Scripture from Genesis one to the end of Revelation, uh, points to Jesus, and I, you know it just is what it is but there's so much in scripture that you can get out to you know introducing to jesus to how to live to how to love to how to relation all of that all goes back to scripture
0: well on solo scriptura right it, it it emphasizes you know to piggyback on what you just said it emphasizes that the bible the Bible and the Bible alone is the source of authority for believers. It's the source of authority for Christians. Um, you know, and it, you know, in Second in, in Peter one, right, in uh, verses twenty and twenty-one. I mean, Peter writes that it was inspired by God, because anything taught by a tradition or tribe that contradicts the Bible today, and there seems to be more of them. You know, and and even churches that were still somewhat clinging to the thread, like those old uh posters, you know, with the the kitten hanging, <laughs> but on the thread with the knot in it. It seems like ch- some churches are barely holding on to that as as you know, being uh biblically centered, but they're they're still dabbling in, in sort of watering down scripture and changing it and anything taught that contradicts the Bibles to be rejected. Um But I think it's even more so that that sola scriptura, you know, back in the time of the reformers, but it it's the reason that, you know, they went ahead and then first translated the Bible into German, you know, into common languages, into French and even English. And and even today, as we still see, you know, uh, you see organizations that are that are translating Bibles to to give to the lost in, in languages that. We don't even know, you know, most of us in the West don't even know these languages exist. Um, and I mean, you find,
1: you find reason for that or cause, cause may be the better word, in scripture, right? So how do you, Second Timothy 3.16, we talked about this, you know, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that man may be complete, equipped for every good work. Like scripture equips you for every good work.
0: Absolutely. And I think to piggyback on that again, that must be that's my phrase of the night. Um, in First Corinthians four, right in verse six, Paul writes that Paul says, that you may learn by us not to go beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up in favor of one against another. And so we're not supposed to go beyond scripture like scripture is in the Bible clearly states like you're not to add or detract or subtract rather from scripture. Right. Those are that those are sins to go and add to God's word or to take away from God's word. And we see, you know, you see it time and time again with in the Bible, you know, when when Satan tempted Jesus in, in the woods, in the wilderness. Right. He twisted scripture. He quoted scripture, but he just tweaked it enough. To favor him and even when the serpent went after eve in genesis right it's he kind of just it's the little twist he put on what god had told him um it's like so, the meat
1: that i saw today you know you've got the the soda and the fountain
0: mm-hmm. the
1: suicide you would do as a kid like just mix all the sodas together oh yeah well it's that and so it's holding two soda fountains down and one is sugary goodness and one is misquoted scripture. And that's how you get false doctrine. <laughs> and So it's, and I feel like, especially here, when I say here, I mean, the Western, you know, Western Christianity, we're getting more and more of that because we're, we're trying to make scripture fit to the culture rather than. Standing firm because we're worried about what will be said or what will happen, right? And so we see areas in this country that are very acceptable, and so the church is trying to stay relevant. So we're just gonna, we know scripture teaches this, but we're gonna tweak it just a little bit. We're gonna, we're gonna tweak it, or we're gonna ignore it, or we're just gonna take it out altogether. And this is now okay because we want you to come and we, we need these numbers or, you know, we think we're doing a good thing when really we're just damning everyone to be frank about it.
0: And so, you know, as the, the resident reformed Baptist on this podcast, I'm going to whip out my trusty 1689, the Baptist confession of faith.
1: We need the Joe Thorne 1689 knuckle tattoos, Chad.
0: <laughs>
1: shout out Joe Thorne, by the way. I,
0: I, I think I'd work on trying to pray that God lets me grow a beard like Joe Thorne. that goes long instead of wide. I, I, I tend to grow a hobo beard and not a uh, not a Joe Thorne beard.
1: I do have beard in me with Joe Thorne. I know Joe Thorne doesn't listen to our podcast.
0: Friend of the yeah. show, right? We could shout out.
1: i do enjoy joe he's a good dude but he has a spectacular beard
0: he does so in the 1689 right in chapter one which is of the holy scriptures and in uh in article four it says this the authority of the holy scripture for which is ought to be believed dependeth not upon the testimony of any man or church but wholly upon god who is truth itself the author thereof, therefore, it is to be received, because it is the word of God. And I think like in first John 5, verse 9, right? John the the revelator writes, if we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater, for this is the testimony of God that he has borne concerning his son. Right. So I mean scripture's it, right? It's 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 the end all it's the end all be all like what 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 what's more than scripture as far as the truth goes
1: i mean there is nothing that's when you're explaining the gospel you don't add anything to it other than scripture right we get the gospel from scripture the good news or the gospel is the good news and we get that good news from scripture right you, you get that good news from the gospels you get that good news from from Paul's epistles, you get that good news uh from creation and Isaac and Abraham and 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 Isaiah and Micah and, and so on and so forth. You know, you look at the story of Ruth, mm. and, and that is such a foretelling of Christ.
0: Amen. That story. And such it's a such, lovely one.
1: Such good news, right? It's such a short, short story, four chapters. But so much happens, and it's if you can't read the book of Ruth and be just freaking pumped when you're done with it, there's something wrong.
0: And there isn't, think about it. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, right? 1689, um, you know, roughly 330 some odd years ago.
1: And you can math that. Because Not it's too late for math for me.
0: Not a not that long ago. And even up until, you know, I don't know, even 10 years ago, it was still, you know, you you would you could just pleasantly have this debate that, you know, as a believer, everything stands on scripture and scripture alone. And and maybe if you're a non-believer, they they might shrug and say whatever. But now, right, we're at we're at this. I mean, I guess it's nothing new. This has been this way all along, but the fact that you have governmental agencies and people wanting to classify this as hate speech
1: oh yeah 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 uh, and it's that's becoming more mainstream than love right Than than gospel message is the gospel is now being classified as hate which i the gospel is anything but hate scripture doesn't teach hate at all. Like people have manipulated to where uh, I hear people say, well, if your religion says you have to hate somebody because of their life, then then I don't want that religion. Well, here's the thing. Christianity didn't teach us to hate. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, hate these people for doing that. You know, we're, we're called to love everyone. Uh, I think we do a pretty crappy job of it. I think we we tend to gloss over when we're reading scripture for that. Um, but sometimes love doesn't equal nice. Sometimes love doesn't equal stepping back and being quiet. You know, if I if I see my youngest son, which he's a little old for this now, but we, you know, he came to us when he was 18, 22, somewhere around that months old. Um, so when I see my youngest son reaching for a hot stove, am I just going to be silent and let him touch it? No, I'm going to yell stop and get his attention, probably scare him a little bit. But is my, my tone trying to get him to stop hurting himself or keep him from hurting himself. So I'm going to sound a little gruff or loud. Is that me being mean and unloving? I don't think so. Right. There's nothing but love meant behind me yelling to get my youngest's attention to keep him from sticking his hand on the burner of the stove. And so I think we misconstrued what love is. You know, we have to go back and ask the great, you know, philosopher Tina Turner, what love has to do <laughs>
0: with it. You're still trying that racket, aren't you? <laughs>
1: that, that is my thing. I've been using that for years and we'll continue. But, so I think we misconstrued love for silence. And scripture doesn't teach silence all the time.
0: Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I was thinking about, I think it's in Mark, in Mark seven, that Jesus, Jesus is telling them, you know, and I think this fits where those who reject Scripture, um, those who who challenge any of these, whether you're a believer or non-believer alike, that challenges any of the five solas as not being, you know, the only things, right? That that's it's Scripture alone, it's it's faith alone it's Christ alone but i think jesus said that you leave the commandments of god and you hold on to the tradition of men and then he said to them i think it's mark 7 verse 9 that you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of god in order to establish your tradition and i think that it's a very poignant verse to really how the world is today you know because you have a lot of folks um i guess i'm getting political (laughs) do you have a lot of folks who who challenge scripture who are challenging the authenticity of scripture the authenticity of god but they are they are in turn rejecting god rejecting god's word and establishing their own religion
1: no i i I support well i don't support that but i i what you're saying yeah yeah i back up what you're saying that's what i mean um, and so let's let's piggyback off that. I'm gonna use your your phrase. sorry, I guess I owe you like royalties for royalty on that, but I'm gonna piggyback fifty cents. um and I, so when we look at scripture and people challenging the authenticity of it, um we also have to look at you know some of the uh prosperity teachers.
0: Oh yeah, right. I was thinking the same thing. Like it's not just about anti-gospel folks or 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 non-religious folks for lack of a better term, but pastors. Pastors who are taking pulpits every Sunday.
1: I'm not gonna point fingers, Joel Osteen, but uh <laughs> realistically, like we, we had people that are like, Well, what does this scripture mean to you? Or that that's not what I I read and it's not even pastors sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's and like, well, I, I, excuse me. I read this verse and this is what it speaks to me. Here's the thing, William. I don't care what it says to you, right? Here's the thing, Joel. I don't, I don't care what it says to you. What right. I care about is what it says, right? Scripture is what it is. Amen. It, it takes feelings out of it. Amen. It is what it is. It, You know, one scripture isn't going to tell me something and tell you something the complete opposite. That's not scripture. That's false teaching. Right. So we have to take feelings out of it. I have to when I'm when I'm studying for a sermon or I'm studying for a lesson or I'm studying for my own personal study and growth. I have to take Andy out of it.
0: Right. You should. And you absolutely need to.
1: I was preparing for a youth sermon or even an adult sermon that I was like, man, I really, this really speaks this to me. And I'm like, shut up, Andy. Because here's what the scripture says, right? This scripture says this, take yourself completely out of it and let's get back to the root because here's the thing, scripture was written to a specific group of people at a specific time and a specific place for a specific reason, right? You are not David conquering Goliath you are the scared little little guys standing on the side while god conquers goliath right Amen. jonah in the fish of a, uh, uh, the, the fish of a belly in the belly of a fish right that that is not how this works
0: you said he said fish belly and i thought pork belly <laughs> and I'm now oh. i'm hungry
1: look I can, I can put down some pork belly. Anyway, let's get... Before I, before I dwell it and go on. <laughs> that's
0: next week. You know, I, I had a conversation just like this with somebody because they had heard a very prominent, and, and I will say godly pastor, you know, talk about a specific topic. And they were upset by it. And they asked me what my opinion was. And I said, well, my opinion is... This is biblical. This is God's word. Well, that's your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. This is God's word. Here it is chapter and verse multiple times. This is not Chad's opinion, nor will it ever be. You know, I'm never going to give you my opinion on this. My, I don't, my opinion about God's word is it's God's word. Um, I'm not going to change it because it's going to make me look better or make me get more followers or build a platform or fill my, fill the pews on a Sunday morning. It's, it's God's word and God's word survives.
1: I have a coworker currently who I, we are, we're good friends and I respect her greatly. And uh, we were talking and um, she asked me how I felt on something. And I was like, well, scripture says this. Mm-hmm i'm not gonna dive deeper into what scripture and and, and subject because that's just opening up a whole other can of worms and then she was like yeah but i feel like and i was like well that's your problem take your feelings out of it what does it say well it could say something to you and something totally different to me and i just wanted to look at her and scream because i was like all right so let's look at it from the corporate world because i now work on the secular world right And we have uh, in, in, in Kentucky's probation and parole, and well, really the DOC that I work for, they have what they call CPPs. That stands for something like correction policy procedure. I don't know, something.
0: Stands for something you should know, but it escapes yeah. you at the moment.
1: Yeah, I may have slept through that part of training. But anyway, but they, they're literally, it's something policy and procedure. Right, right. right. Um, and so like, let's look at CPP this number like 2725 right whatever that is um well that may apply to you this way but it applies to me this way and it applies to me differently because i'm a man and she didn't want to talk about that well that's that's not how that works right that's not how scripture works either scripture says what it says and it is what it is and if you don't like it scripture doesn't change we're supposed to amen Scripture is supposed to change us. So if we don't like what Scripture says because it's going against our life choices, guess what? Scripture isn't wrong. Hot take. Unpopular opinion these days. I'm rolling with it. Scripture doesn't change. Or we don't change Scripture because of our lifestyles. Our lifestyles change because of Scripture is what it is.
0: That is a good word, Andy. And I I think I'm just going to back that up and kind of take the words that he just going to heed the words of jesus in mark 7 that do not reject the commandment of god in order to establish your own tradition
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so andy what's a good word whether you get the last word brother
1: so i feel like i got all i got all preachy while i go I'm sweating and I need the towel.
0: You need a deacon to come up and wipe your forehead.
1: I, I felt like I missed a perfect end, you know, opportunity and I'm disappointed in myself, but, uh, I just, I challenge you as we go through these five solas over the next few weeks, five weeks to be specific. Um, at least that's the schedule. I just challenge you to, to, you know, do some research on them and don't again. I've said it before, like we're going to quote scripture and don't take what we say for granted. Right. Research, read your scripture, because that's the authority. And, you know, just because we say it doesn't make it true. Now, this very much true. We're saying the truth. (laughs) Um, But, you know, there, there are people that fall under that. Well, they know what they're talking about, so I should probably just go along with that. You know, you have to you have to, you know, checks and balances, man. Like I I would always challenge my kids, my youth group kids, like, "Hey man, you need to be studying too." And I would purposely say some wrong stuff just to see if they'd catch me, and then I'd go back and correct it so they know what I did. But like don't let us be the only time you hear scripture. Right? You should be reading it yourself. You should be diving into it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Again, how are we going to know who Jesus is? How are we going to know what grace and what faith and what love is if we're not diving in to the greatest love story ever told? So that—that, that, my friend, is my final word.
0: All right, I'm just going to give you this. If if you're looking to get a little more detail on the five solas, there's a it's a really good article on Legionaire. So if you go to legionaire.org. Um, I think it's about two years old. There's an article called What are the five Solas? So I believe if you're if you go to leonnaire.org you can search for what are the five solas and there's a really good article for you to get some background on on what the five solas are and you can keep our feet to the fire and you could do that by yelling at us on the Elon Musk bird app on the Twitter and we are on Twitter at Hill hipster Pod. Or you can email us. Our email address is hillhipsterpod at gmail.com. And again, I wanna I wanna encourage you to go out to the Saint Galgano Armory. That's Etsy.com slash shop slash Saint Galgano Armory and, and check out those those bottle openers. I'm looking at it now. I, I really do like the Railroad Spike one, but um I, I think um I'm getting the, I'm getting both. I'm getting the rebar and the railroad spike one and I'm gonna get one for uh friend of the show, Alex.
1: Alex is a good dude. I miss him. I actually still have his Colorado Rockies mask that he gave me.
0: Oh, that's but, right.
1: But uh so yeah, we'll uh we're gonna we're gonna tweet out that link. Um so we'll we'll have the link in our Twitter feed. I'll also or one of us will uh will throw out this article. I don't know if it's the same one that you you referenced. It's the one you sent me uh this week. Oh, it's a different
0: one, I think, the one I said than the one I sent you.
1: So we'll we'll get those those three uh sites thrown out on our Twitter. Um so you guys can can check that out, all three of those. Well like I said again, shout out to Keith and the the, the folks at St. Galgano's Armory. Super excited to, to partner with them and, and see what's gonna happen there and and uh you know I was excited to see you tonight. I was worried that I wasn't gonna be able to do it. Um, we're going to have to reschedule,
0: but
1: it's just been crazy, but you know, super blessed to see you tonight, man.
0: Me too. Uh, I, I, I feel just, the
1: same. I'm excited about this series and, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gonna
0: fun.
1: Be, it's going to be a good new year, new us.
0: That's right. So remember, if you use the, uh, discount code hillbilly, um, you'll save yourself 10% at St. Gargano Armory and it's a uh, good stuff. Some solid solid work there. And, it, you know, part of the proceeds goes to, uh, goes to help.
1: Oh, I closed it. Hold on. I got it. <laughs>
0: this is great. This is a great riveting radio. Um,
1: St. Stephen's Cathedral,
0: St. Stephen's Cathedral, Cathedral in Owensboro, Kentucky.
1: Yeah. St. Saint, Saint Stephen's Cathedral. Uh, so you're helping out a, a, a good organization, a good church that is that is doing good things in the community here in Owensboro. So yeah, check them out. Again, hit us up on the on the bird app. And uh what's our email address again?
0: HillHipsterpod at gmail.com.
1: So, yeah, let it let us know what you think about scripture alone. And uh we'll we'll see you next week.
0: All right, be blessed.
1: Have a good day, guys. Love you.